Welcome back, everyone, to episode 83 of the Popcorn Podcast. I'm Tommy Cresta, alongside me, my co-host, Ryan Ferran. And today, we're here to talk about the early reactions to Ant-Man Quantumania, answer some fan questions, and to review episode four of The Last of Us. Ryan, how are you doing today, buddy? I'll be honest with you. I'm, I'm tired of shit, but I'm doing pretty good other than that. Long day? A little bit, yeah. Sounds Long like day. it. Tired. Well, you I don't t- like waking up in the morning. No, I don't like waking up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the vibe for this episode. <laughs> um, any Anything you're excited for the, this week or this weekend? No, nah, I got a pretty clean slate. Boring yeah. weekend ahead of me, but that's a, that's a good thing. You like your boring weekends. I like just chilling out. You know what yeah, I mean? Just, I go with the flow. I don't need any plans. Chilling. If I get a text, I'll go, and then that's it. <laughs> Other than that, I want nothing on my schedule. That's it. Yeah. I mean, this weekend's an important one. I got uh, I got drill with the Army. <laughs> uh, the Super Bowl is on Sunday. Yeah, that's true. We're getting The Last of Us on Friday. Yeah, that's exciting. So, I'm very happy about that. So we're going to record Friday. Okay. Just so you know. All right. So we can record before I – oh, that's your phone. I'm not that important. Um, It's just so we can record before I have to go do Army stuff. All right. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, it's been a pretty chill week. But, uh, ooh, I might be getting my tattoo in two weeks, my third one. Really? Mm-hmm. Nice. The Ezekiel one from Pulp Fiction. Yeah. That's next. And I'm getting one for my mom after that. Cool. But, uh, yeah, you want to hop into the Ant-Man stuff? Yeah. So, early reactions. Ant- this is from IndieWire. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania first reactions are that Marvel Phase 5 starts off. Marvel's Marvel's yeah. Phase Five is off to a frustrating start, but then other people call it the MCU's version of Star Wars and give it this like crazy praise. Yeah, but I think the main praise so far hasn't been for anything except for Jonathan Majors. Yeah, like they're saying he's a big bad, mm-hmm. which I feel like almost you know in an Ant Man movie you want Ant Man to be the biggest part, but for being honest, in this movie, because I have they confirmed this is the last Ant Man. Okay. No. That's fair. But, I mean, I think we're getting pretty close to it. If not, if Ant-Man, like, you know, Scott Lang survives this, then I'll be happy. But I feel like he could. Obviously, we don't know anything. So this is just speculation on my end. Don't, I'm not spoiling anything. But if he were to die in this movie and it's just Cassie from now on, I can see them going with that and her being a young Avenger maybe or something like that. But I think the main goal of this movie is to set up Kang because we didn't get any of them. Well, besides Loki, obviously, but in Phase Four, we didn't really get any of them. No, we didn't get any. Yeah, any. The only thing you saw him was Prime Loki. Kang. Yeah, and that wasn't so, even Kang. That was uh, yeah, the Protector or something. The one who sees all, something like that. Some bullshit. I don't know. He was cool though. But Jonathan Majors was fantastic in that, and he's great and everything else. So I'm sure he's going to be by far the best part of this movie, which is what everybody's saying. But. I can definitely see why this movie would be frustrating. They're biting off a lot of stuff, including Modoc, which I've heard. I've heard he's got done dirty. Yeah. Which Same is, with Wasp, supposedly. Yeah. It's unfortunate. But when you pack this much into into a movie, you have Wasp, Ant-Man, obviously. Stature, is that her name? Cassie Lang? Isn't that her superhero name, I think? I don't know. I don't read Marvel comics. I'm pretty sure it is. I read Batman in DC. Nerd. Anyways, 
No, there's a lot of people in this, including Kang, now Modoc, and then Bill Murray, whatever the hell he's doing. So they bit off a lot in this movie. We just got to see how they chew it. You know what I mean? Oh, you were asking me. I thought you were just talking. Uh, Sorry, yeah. I, I'm on HBO Max getting ready to do the Last of Us stuff, and I, this cool trailer showed up. Oh, you, don't, you don't have to pay attention. Oh, don't even start. You're the king of ignoring people during episodes. Hey, only in text. That's it. No, you ignore me during these episodes. What? <laughs> that was good. That was funny. Thank you. You're a funny man. Annoying as fuck that you do Um, but yeah, yeah, do you have anything else you really want to add on that, man? No, I mean I'm definitely gonna watch it. Don't get me wrong, well, but you don't really have a choice if we're seeing it. Yeah, right? obviously, I'm gonna go see the Marvel stuff. But if this is disappointing, I'll obviously be disappointed. But I can kind of understand it, and I'm really just looking, if this is the end of Ant-Man, to finish him off strong and to get Kang off to a really good start, which is what we've been told so far. So I'm still excited for it. I can see it going both ways, and I'm definitely going to see it. Agreed. I'm very. I'm still excited to see it because I'm a big Ant-Man guy. Yeah. Very Not big first fan of it. So good. Yeah, and like... The, some of the shots from it look really dope. Like that first person, the POV shot looking out of his broken mask yeah. is still one of the coolest shots. So I'm still seeing it. This comes out in nine days. Yeah, 15th, right? Yep, seven, 17th. Does it? Mm-hmm. I guess that's nine days away, so. Yeah. yeah. Makes because sense. I get my surgery done Tuesday. And then, uh, and I want to record the episode on Friday because I don't feel like <laughs> doing it the first couple days after surgery. Yeah, you're going to be on a lot of drugs. Can I get some of those? I'm not taking any. What? I refuse. Can you give them to me? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. People are so fucking stupid. Why? Nothing. I don't want to call anyone out. <laughs> People are dumb. But, uh, yeah, so this week's episode of The Last of Us was titled Please Hold, please hold to my hand. What? The episode title says, please hold, please hold to my hand. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. Please I hold thought it was, please my hold hand. my hand. That's that's what most people would think. Yeah. You know? And I'm not going to lie. After my second viewing, I this episode was a little disappointing. Yeah, I think I, I, I can see that. And I'm starting to have little, like, I want to say pet peeves, but like little things that are starting to annoy me. Yeah. But all in all, the show's still very good. This episode was still good. Mm-hmm. That woman who played what's her name? Kathleen. Yeah, she she's just I'm not saying she's a bad actress because I know no. she's had a long career in Hollywood, but that speech she gave was not I said to you while we were watching, I'm like, yeah. that shit would not get me motivated to go try and go building the building looking for these violent people. <laughs> yeah, no, she was uh, Melanie Linsky. She was just kind of flat. She didn't. I don't. She didn't feel like a leader, especially when you see the other guy, uh, Perry, the guy who voiced Tommy. Yeah, Jeffrey Pierce. By the way, I'm on the cast list on Google. If you look at his picture, it's him with like a buzz cut and clean shaven. Oh, really? Unrecognizable. Well, he's sexy with the long hair. Oh, dude, come on now. This that's the thing. I said now. it to you. This show has gotten, if nothing else, right. All of the oh hair, no, right? He's better with the hair. Yeah, dude, all of the hair, the beards, everything in the show, on point. Fantastic. On point. Beards yeah. are on point. Hair's on point. Yeah. Um. 
Zaddy looking good as ever. <laughs> yeah, but, that's Pedro Pascal. Yeah, Melanie Linsky as Kathleen just really fell flat. I'm hoping maybe there's something in episode five where she can pick it up a little bit, but there just wasn't – she didn't feel like a leader. She kind of felt like a soccer mom in the apocalypse. Like She was annoying as fuck. Yeah. I, <laughs> her intro wasn't that good because the whole thing with the doctor, like – you kind of knew give from the a shit. Yeah, there was nothing to set up for us to care about him. And as soon as they showed the bodies, you knew she was going to go back and kill him. Yeah. Like, there was no build-up to that. But I will say, this is another thing that goes off from the game. These people in the game are just kind of like a wall of AI villains. Yeah. They don't have a story. They're trying to give them some personality. Yeah, which I, I get. So it's going to be a little hard. Yeah, I totally respect that. It, it, if done right, which I'm hoping it will be, it could really add a lot to the story. But at this point, it just hasn't. It, no, hasn't it, it didn't land so far. Yeah. And uh, in the game, this episode takes would have been in Pittsburgh, but they changed to Kansas City. Yeah. I think it's fine because they they said they were just looking something to match up, but they were filming in Calgary, so I think they just said it matched up a little better, and it's totally fine. You know, Kansas City's a fine city. I hope it looks like that after the Super Bowl. I know, Sam. Yeah. This episode starts off banging though. Like, it starts off hot. Like right away, it's Ellie with the gun in the mirror. Yeah. It's a very good scene showing that she is she's she wants some violence. Yeah, she's ready. Just someone needs to push her over that edge. Mm-hmm. Dude, this scene was freaking me out. That I thought she was going to shoot herself somehow. <laughs> <laughs> the character of the apocalypse is it just shoots themselves. Yeah. By accidentally. Not it's even like that purpose. guy in Band of Brothers who grabs a Luger and shoots himself in the artery on accident. That's seen every time. Makes me laugh. I'm kidding. I wasn't going to say that, but... <laughs> well, it make you cry? It doesn't make me cry, but I'm just like, damn. Every episode of that show... Come on, homeboy. Why you got to do yourself dirty like that? That show of all time. Anyways. Yeah, but beginning of this episode, it starts off good because you see Ellie in the mirror finicking around with the gun, and then she goes outside and meets Joel, who's siphoning fuel... Siphoning, Right? Siphoning? Siphoning, Siphoning gas. I, I thought so. You've never done it? Gas. I've never done it. I've never had to steal gas before, Tommy. Neither have I. Never had to tactically acquire some? Shh. <laughs> yeah. But I, I did like – I said it to you when we were watching it. I like they keep just giving these little points that make so much sense that you don't think about. Because Ellie says, why do we have to do this every few hours? And Joel is like, gas breaks down over time. It's basically water. And it just adds that extra layer of realism to the show that they've been doing so well. Just those little things they mention every episode, it just adds to the realism of what would happen in real life. Because, yeah, gasoline does break down. You'd have to stop much more often to take gas. And it, it just makes so much sense. It's, it's those little things that sets this show apart so far from everything else. Did you like, uh, did you like Ellie's book of jokes? I didn't think it was annoying. No, I liked it. Yeah, I was I a fan. It. Got me to giggle a couple times. Yeah, needs the levity, and it's it's building their relationship. Yeah, which is what this show needed to do, especially after the third episode of the show having nothing really to do with the two of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I didn't find. It. I think people are saying it's kind of annoying. I didn't find it like that. I think it's just no, it, like it's annoying probably to him. Yeah, it's punk, but it's also so. good for him because he hasn't had that in his life. Yeah, exactly. I think it it makes sense if she finds a joke book, she's just gonna say the shittiest joke she can to Joel because she's really just trying to piss him off right now. Not piss him off, but she's trying to break him. 
and it's kind of working. So then they get in the car, and she pulls out a Hank Williams tape. Yeah, that was a vibe. I was Dude, jamming. Great. Then she finds the magazine. That <laughs> shit was so funny. That's that's right from the game. Yeah, like one for one, pretty much. Yeah. It's funny. <laughs> it was funny. She was like, why are the pages stuck together? Whoa. He's like, I'm just kidding. Yeah. But, no, I mean, um, Bella no, Ramsey, we say it every episode, but she's just fantastic. Because Ellie. We need to really stop talking over one another. We do, but. One another. Go. Oh, you want me to go? Okay. Oh, so I thought it was pretty cool that the song's titled Alone and uh, Forsaken, because that's pretty much explaining their story. And the song from yesterday is about, well, not yesterday, the song from last episode is about being in love and, like, looking for someone. Mm-hmm. And that's what the whole third episode is about. And this episode's about they're pretty much alone and forsaken. Yeah. I think it's a little Easter egg. Mm-hmm. Loves. I slept in one of them. <laughs> yeah, but then they're they're no, driving no, the highway. Lizard. Dude, you keep talking over each other. You, you said it, and then you did it. Oh, I had to say lot lizard. You did have to say lot lizard. You I, love those lot lizards. I do not. <laughs> do not put things out there like that. Yeah. Um. But then the, they're driving on the highway, and you see everything broken down. You hear Ellie talking to Joel, saying that she wants to see a tank and a helicopter and all that stuff after seeing all the cars that are pushed through. And then when they finally drive past them and she sees the tank sitting there, she like you just see it on her face. There's no words, but it is not what she thought it would be. <laughs> They're all broken down, busted, haven't been touched in years. So it's just desolate. Yeah, and I, and then after that, they uh they find a place to stay for the night. They go out in the middle of the woods and they eat 20-year-old Chef Boyardee out of the can, <laughs> living their best life out here. And this scene, again, is showing pretty much Joel explaining how they how they need to survive and why he's so smart. Because right away, she's like, well, why can't we build a fire if we're so desolate right now? Like, there's no one around us. Yeah. She's like, will the fungus smell it? And she, he's like, no. Mm-hmm. And he explains, like, people are out there, which is, I think I'd be more scared of people than I would be with the fungi. Yeah. Because the fungi, at least, they're dead. And they can't shoot back at me. It's true. They can run pretty damn fast, though. Yeah, but if I'm in a house. Why aren't you saying anything? I kind of thought you would keep talking. No, you saw me drinking my drink. That's fair. Um, They go to bed, and they wake up. <laughs> and I kind of took offense to this because Ellie smells the coffee, and she's like, this smells like shit. Coffee's terrible. Coffee's not terrible. If you make it good, then it's good. Wait, what's her joke in uh what's the joke at night? I have no idea. Oh, it's the scarecrow one. Oh yeah, Joel gets it. He tells her what it is. Yeah. I thought the puns were good though. I did the one at the end actually got a laugh out of it. <laughs> Diarrhea runs in your jeans. <laughs> I can't believe you got offended by her coffee comment. It was terrible, dude. Coffee's ass. I like when Joel just started sipping it, though. No, oh, he's like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then they're driving, and um, Joel explains who Tommy is and why they're trying to find him. And he kind of explains, like, what the fuck are you doing? Me? What the hell is that? It's my bottle. Okay. There's a big dent in it. Okay. 
he thinks I blew my water bottle. But uh, yeah, no, he explains the whole situation with Tommy, how Tommy's always wants to be a hero. He goes diving headfirst into things before he really knows what's about. Mm-hmm. And sad, but then at least so my probably favorite part of the episode, which is when they start getting turned around because the the blockade going into Kansas City. Yeah. And he's like, well, where are we going? Like on the map. And he's like, well, figure out where. She's like, this is my second fucking day in a car. <laughs> like that's that's the things like he's not even thinking about. She's never done any of this before. Yeah. But um, when they get into Kansas City and they, they drive through and they see Ellie notices the QZ and it is just not destroyed, but it's the doors open. It's all overgrown. It hasn't been taken care of at all. And um, then the guy stumbles out pretending to be hurt. And you can tell Joel's just done this so many times. He's He says it later. He's been on the receiving end and the giving end of that trick. So it's, he knows. No, not that trick of, it, of an ambush. Yeah, but that trick. No. He just said, she goes, how'd you know it was an ambush? Not, he mean, she just mean, he just is explaining. on the same thing. He'd probably be the one up top, though. Probably. But Joel drives straight through him, and then um, they crash the car, which that stun was awesome. Yes, like, but, then, they, but then they really crashed that the car. The scene after is one of my biggest no's of the episode. You didn't like it? I love the crash. That that whole stun sequence was very good. Yeah. The scene after. Tell me what you thought of it. I thought you wanted to talk about it first. I was going to give it No, you, you made a whole point. You don't like the scene, so tell me. So – I like what he says and like how he's telling her like she needs to get to the wall and stuff, but the action was so minimal. Like it wasn't like it was so minimal that it was unrealistic. Yeah, like he just pops up in the car and shoots the guy, and that's it. He does. Yeah, I, I kind of thought he would take a little longer to kill that one guy, but he really does just pop straight up and kill him. And he doesn't even aim; he just kind of lifts him up really quick. Yeah, kind of like quick scope that at. Mm-hmm. But um. But at the same time, like these are probably you see the kid later on. He's super young, so I can totally see these kids being around the same age, maybe. So maybe this is like one of the first times they kind of broke off from the rest of their little gang there, and then they thought, "Oh, we can just take these guys on our own." Maybe they're just not trained; they're young, and they got a little excited and they did the wrong thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know what it is, dude. I, I, I'm a little disappointed with the violence so far. Yeah. I've seen a lot of people saying that. There's I want, nothing wrong with that. But. Like, I don't. It doesn't need to be like the Walking Dead level violent. Yeah, where, like it's like guts and all that. But mm-hmm. show me something. Like, yeah. you're one of the most violent video games of all time, and we have seen nothing so far. Yeah, but at the same time, like that's a game, and in that game, you have third person where you can look around a wall and see the people and then hit them immediately. So this is more, which I mean, Joel did there. So yeah, oh, little video game reference, I guess. No, but um, oh my god, are we perfectly in sync on what scene's happening. We're close. Did Joel just shoot the second guy for you? Yeah, that's exactly what I just saw. Perfect. Okay. Yeah, but um, I, I don't know. Ambushed. I think, it, like you were saying, it is a very violent game. But at the same time, I think to make it a show, you need to tone that down. No, and I said that I was okay with the toning because, down. like. In a game, you're obviously just shooting a lot. And I know ammo is a big thing in the game. You don't have a ton. But in this, to make it more realistic, like it is just Joel and Ellie. And Ellie doesn't really shoot people that often, at this point at least. So it's kind of just Joel against the world. And if you're going to do that, you can't have like 10 guys at once. Because then, realistically, he would never make it out of that. So that, Oh, I'm sorry. No, you go. That's not what I'm saying. Like I mean like the actual 
violence is like it feels like I'm watching Marvel style violence. It is fair. Like people are getting yeah. shot and nothing happened. Yeah. There really isn't that much blood yet. And but. like they haven't showed anyone most of the kills are off screen. Yeah. Like you hear what happens. Like when Ellie shoots the kid, mm-hmm. you don't see it happen. You see her shoot. Yeah. Dude, the way she was aiming down at that kid, she got really close and aimed like kind of down. I thought she was gonna shoot Joel on accident, go through him, hit him in the shoulder. I did like that scene though, when he's like calling out for his mom. Oh yeah, when that's he's saying, realistic. Like, we can help you, dude. When I thought after that scene, I thought they were gonna get back. I thought Kathleen was gonna be his mom, and that would do something. Yeah, but I don't know. But yeah, um, that scene was really good. I liked it. Him calling out for his mom. But again, I know what you're saying. Joe kills him off screen with the knife, but and it sounds like he doesn't stab him. It sounds like he bonks him because it says yeah. metal thud. Yeah, I don't know. But I, at the same time, for that Joe killing him off screen, it does give us a chance to stay with Ellie and see how she's feeling about this. No, see, you see her. That part I'm fine with. Yeah, you see her wiping away tears, which is good because you don't get a chance to sit down and cry in this world. You gotta. Realize you did something shitty, and then move on. Yeah, like, this kid drops the knife like that was going to stop them. They made a decision they were going to kill you as soon as you got you started strangling. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like how she goes into the wall and wipes away her tears. Because mm-hmm. in this one, as you're saying, like, you have to just move on. Yeah. There's no time to dawn, like, think back on what you did. And if it was the right thing to do or the wrong thing, you just have to keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah, and then it goes that they see the more like Humvees and pickup trucks drive over and they run through the buildings. And then we go to Kathleen. Um, Holy shit, she's the doctor. Oh, she. The 26 minute mark? Till the 30. 31 minute mark. It's all Kathleen. Really? That sucked. Yeah. I mean, it definitely, definitely could have been better. I just I think, can't hold it. I mean, I do hate to say it because she's not a bad actress. It's just maybe this role wasn't right, wasn't right for her. I don't know if it's not right for her. The, the script was just very weak in that episode. Yeah. Like, at least for her character. Mm-hmm. Especially when you have a guy like um, Perry, Jeffrey Pierce. Like, that dude looks like a leader. The way he's carrying himself, he's like obviously has some military background, whether it be from Fedra or before the outbreak. Like he looks like he can just get shit done. And Kathleen, you know, we see her kind of. I think they try to show her maybe a little bit ruthless with her just going and executing the doctor, like she didn't care. But it just didn't work. It didn't play. It didn't well. feel violent. Yeah. Like, it didn't feel like she meant it harshly. It just kind of seemed like, okay, I have to do this. Yeah. I, I did like the guy, the guard that was standing there. When she shoots him, he does jump. Like, he wasn't expecting that. Oh, he does? Yeah. I didn't notice that. But, like, I don't know. It just didn't come off well on screen. No. Yeah. Agreed. It just didn't It didn't work well, which kind of sucks. But I do have hope for next episode because this one was kind of setting up. Yeah, the next one's a big episode. The next episode, I think, is going to have a lot more fighting. I think this is going to be them trying to get out of Kansas City. Because I don't think they're going to stay here for too long. So, nope. yeah. But uh, they find the Kathleen her, and the soldiers find, uh, find the people who Joel killed. Mm-hmm. And they think it was this 
these two, Hank and Sam. Henry. Hank is Hank. I mean Henry. Henry. Thank you, Henry and Sam, and Henry's the dad, Sam's the son, and they're on the run. So they think they did it, but then it was actually Joel and Ellie. After that, we cut back. It's a wide shot of a couple of stores, and zooms in. It's you can see Joel looking through the newspapers. Yeah, and this was actually a really good scene. He teaches Ellie how to shoot, well, mm-hmm. how to hold the firearm, and he gives her the gun. Yeah, which was a huge deal because she's been asking, asking, asking. So I really, I did like that scene. I feel like so far the best scenes have been not like action. It's just been Joel and Ellie. Yeah, only just talking, which. I'm fine with like no because this game this is this show is more about their dynamic than it is about the violence. Yeah, they're definitely like I get fans of the game are gonna want more action and violence and stuff, but like it is much harder to do that on screen and make it meaningful because in a game violence can be very meaningful, but you also have to keep the player's attention. If you're playing a game, you don't just want to watch people talk for seven hours, but in a show. You know, you're usually watching people talk for a few hours. So I think toning down the violence was a good idea for this show. Absolutely. You can have, you can spend more time with the characters. That was loud. That was not quiet. You can spend more time with the characters and kind of see how they interact with each other more because you obviously have less time in the game, but especially with nine episodes. So I know what I can see what they're trying to go for, be a little more character driven than action driven. But at the same time, although the character stuff has been very good in this show, I think it is time for some action. Yeah, and I like I'm going away from what you said. I'm not I liked what you said. It was very accurate. I like when Joel pretty explains what you said and he's like, You should never have to go through that, like, but kinda like she has to be able to move on. Yeah. Like you don't get time to think about these mistakes and like things you've had to do. So it's again he's opening up to her and she's becoming more than just cargo, which is what he calls her on calls her early on in the episode. Mm-hmm. And then after that they run to very tall building. Very tall building. But uh before that, we cut back to what's the guy's name with the luscious locks? Harry? Harry? Wait. Harry. Harry. Harry the platypus. Harry the platypus. That's the one. That's the one. But um, he they go to find Henry and Sam. That's the one. And instead, they find a crater. And the crater starts moving. Yeah. Which, I don't know what that is yet, because I didn't play or watch the games. You were very excited for that. Oh, dude, I was hyped. Because <laughs> I know where this is. I know to a point where this is heading. Mm-hmm. And so I, it makes it. I think it makes it fun, like to a point. Like there's some stuff I wish I didn't know, yeah. like for the middle of the story. But they've also kept me on the toes because they changed the whole Frank and Bill storyline. Yeah, in the game, which is I mean, very it's the difference. I keep cutting you off again. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's the difference between like reading the comics and just watching the Marvel movies. Like when you read the comics, you know generally what's going to happen. But obviously the movies change it up a little bit. When you just watch the movies, you get a different understanding. So it's kind of the same, obviously, with the game versus the show. You know where things are going, but they've changed so much from the games to the show that there is still stuff they can totally change. Yeah. But at the same time, knowing like what zombies are coming, it does add suspense almost because you know, like, oh, this is bad instead of 
for me, it's suspense too, because I can tell the fucking cement is moving, so something <laughs> bad is coming. But I'm also more curious. Like I don't know what it is. I don't know what it's gonna look like. So it's gonna be a fun yeah. episode. episode uh, but then I like the scene when they're walking up the forty-five floors. Yeah. And it just cuts to them at certain points, and they're both just so tired. <laughs> and that's the scene with, with, with what you talked about that he with the ambush. Mm-hmm. And he says, I've been on both sides. Yeah. And he said that was a very long time ago, though. Yeah. And Ellie asked him, have you ever killed any innocent people? And he just kind of ignored walking. Yeah, and then uh, they go upstairs, and find a room that they're gonna stay for the night he starts sprinkling some gra- uh, glass wait i need to know actually i said something new while we were watching it what i'm gonna see by the way it's 33 floors they stepped up not 45 why what did he say 45 for maybe that's how tall the building was but he said oh, 33 floors you were right remember when i was like i don't remember those bed things being there mm-hmm. i watched ellie she does she makes them yeah it's a, yeah I don't, I, I don't know how I didn't notice that two times watching this. Mm-hmm. But uh, it does cut, and she's like just putting the last one there. So I can see why. No, she's, they clearly show her kicking it yeah. to make Joel's, and then she does hers. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's then putting down glass, and Ellie's very confused. And he's like, explain, like, he doesn't hear so good. Like, he yeah. need, it gives him more time to react. Well, it doesn't really work. Yeah. But uh, then we get the. <laughs> My favorite joke from Ellie's book so far. Mm-hmm. Do you want to explain? I got. I gotta watch. I gotta watch the caption so I can see the joke again. Oh my god! Did you know diarrhea is hereditary? It runs in your genes, dude. Funniest shit I've ever heard in my life. I'm not giving you a laugh for that. No, you shouldn't. Um, but then it was great because it made Joel laugh. And yeah. it's a very funny scene. Which I've also seen people taking their people are up in arms about that. Joel laughing. Oh, I'm sorry, the guy has a good <laughs> sense of humor. People have been saying, like, Joel shouldn't laugh like that. Maybe a smile at best. I'm like, dude. He already did the smile. He smiled earlier. Yeah. It's time to laugh. That's all right. You give a nice chuckle. But then eventually they fall asleep. And then Ellie wakes Joel up, yelling for him. And Henry has a gun in her face, and Sam has a gun in Joel's face. Which also, if you watch, he he falls asleep with his left ear up, and then he wakes up with his right ear up, which is his bad ear. Yeah. So it kind of like it makes sense why he couldn't hear him. I think it's left and right. It is. Should be. I'm not. You know, I'm not good with directions. I still me. don't know my lefts and rights. I know. I'm scared to go on road trips with you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, I, I enjoyed the episode. I just had little things to pick at this. This yeah. was the first one I felt like I needed to like pick at a little yeah. bit, which I think is a kind of general consensus. And with it being the shortest episode so far, it's totally fair to have some gripes with it. And yeah, I mean, I, it's not a bad episode by any means, but out of all of them, this is definitely the one with the most like nitpicky stuff. I guess. Yeah, agreed. But uh, do you have anything else you want to add about The Last of Us Episode 4? No. I mean, I think all the Joel and Ellie stuff 
was done well. I always say no and then continue to talk. You do. You say it every episode. Yeah. Um, now the Joel and Ellie stuff was done very well. Kathleen, it, it just didn't work right. I, I definitely want to see him again. I want to give him another shot in episode five, but it just didn't it didn't land for me. And for most people, I think, which is unfortunate. But, you know, they're not the main characters in the story. It's Joel and Ellie's story. And they can be somewhat decent antagonists, at least physically from now on. I think they'll get the job done and continue to propel Ellie and Joel's story forward, which is kind of the more important thing. So definitely, definitely excited for episode five. And I still want to see what the fuck was in that goddamn crater. I, I do not know. I, I believe you are going to see it in yeah. five. I think they show it in the episode yeah. two. You don't get a great shot of it, but it looked, no, it looked, pretty, pretty, cool, though. looked pretty big. Um, what is your suggestion of the week? Since you want to forget it every uh, goddamn episode. Listen, here's my suggestion of the week. You're going to suggest the movie we're watching tonight? I forgot about that. What's it called? Grudge Match? Yeah. What's that about? It's uh, De Niro and Sylvester Stallone have a boxing match. Really? Yeah. It's a comedy. Kevin Man. Hart's in it. When is this from? 2013? Damn. Uh, dude, I don't know. Watch The Mandalorian. Pedro Pascal with another child he's got to take care of. He's not a child. You're right. He's going to flirt with Grogu. He, he is... What is he, 60? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, why did you put it in those terms? Because Blarg brought it up in a YouTube video before. I gotcha. He said, yo, I want to have a threesome with Kermit and, and Baby Yoda. And then he, they were like, "How, old, yo, Siri, how old is Baby Yoda? Wait, our Siri, my Siri actually answered. No, my, my Siri's broken. Oh, he turned it off. Yeah. It reacts, but it doesn't work. Gotcha. Um... But yeah, I'm going to recommend Entourage on HBO Max. It's a very funny show. It is the whole series about Vince Chase, and he wants to be the next big actor. So him and his buddies move from Queens to L.A., and his best friend becomes his agent. And it's a very good show. It gets very serious at certain times. It is eight seasons. I'm on season eight. And then it has a movie following the show. So highly recommend it on HBO Max. Apple TV, Hulu, and YouTube TV. Now on to the fan questions. Cool. Rank the first four episodes of The Last of Us. This question's from Eric. All right. Wait, before we do that, people have been asking me where to submit fan questions. You can submit them on our website, which is I learned that we actually do have emails. I just don't check them. Sorry, everyone. Uh, we get we put up message boards that you can send send a question. Okay. Um, and you can comment on YouTube. I don't know. Anyway, you guys can contact us. Just don't call me. Ever. People call you? They can if they wanted to. All right. But, uh. That's your problem. It is my problem. What's your number on there? No, no. They can call me because if they go on Instagram, they could use the call thing. Oh, I got you. But, All uh. Right, from now on, everybody call Tommy, please. Do you want to go first? Yeah, I right. guess from worst to best, I'll probably go just four, one, two, three, honestly. Mm-hmm. I think I I'm, think one and two are kind of interchangeable, but I'm gonna go. For, I'm gonna go worst to best as well. Mm-hmm. Not that any of these episodes are terrible. Yeah, of course. Four, one, three, two. 
Okay. I think I like two just a little bit more than three. I love three. Yeah. I think two let me see the world and something I've wanted to see for so long. Yeah. That's just why I think. Three's really close though. Three has some great moments. Probably one of the most devastating episodes of television. Yeah. Okay, what three movies in twenty twenty three are you looking are you most excited for? It's a question from Liz. Uh Dial of Destiny, Indiana Jones Five, Oppenheimer. Hmm. I should definitely have another one. Yeah. Um, oh, John Wick 4. Yeah. That's what I'm going to go with. Indiana Jones, John Wick 4, Oppenheimer. My list might be the same. Definitely Oppenheimer and John Wick 4. You watch your goddamn mouth disrespecting Indiana Jones like that. Not disrespecting him. There's a lot of goddamn movies coming out this year, and Tom. it's goddamn Indiana Jones. That is true. From one, of the, from the greatest mind of filmmakers, Steven Spielberg. I thought you meant, um, what's his name? Harrison Ford. No, the guy who's making the fifth one, James Mangold. Yeah, I was like, he's fantastic. He's a phenomenal mind. director, though. He is. He's never made a bad movie. Yeah. Oh wait, Dune Part Two. Is that 2023? I thought yeah. it was 2024. I think that'll go on my list. That's probably four. I'm still more excited for Indiana Jones. That's fair. Love him. I watched that trailer like three times today. <laughs> Just random. Yeah, Dune 2 says 2023. but Oh, yeah. It's like October, isn't it? November 3rd. Oh, I was about to say October 2nd. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Good list. I like yeah. your three. I hate your three. Okay. What has been the hardest part about the short film so far? This question from Cameron. Writing. Yeah, writing it. It's a bitch. <laughs> Me and Ryan put on a movie to write one scene. We put on Superbad to write one scene, and we finished it about halfway through the scene. And then I was like, <laughs> and then I, I was like, listen. Yo, Ryan cooked. And I just kind of Ryan went, got hot right at the end. Bro turned into LeBron. Thank you. Uh, This question for Ryan. Ryan. This question is for Ryan. It's from Christian. Ryan, who are you rooting for in the Super Bowl? I mean, I'm rooting for the Eagles. Listen, I'm a lifelong Giants fan. They did murder us three times this season. But at the same time, in the Super Bowl, when it's the Eagles versus the Chiefs, I kind of got to go for the hometown team. You know what I mean? Let's fucking go. Go Birds, baby. I got to go for the Birds. Oh, congratulations to LeBron for passing Kareem. Most points all time. Overrated. You can suck (laughs) a dick. Fuck you. He is the best player of all time. Thank you. Uh, will you post the short film on your YouTube channel? This question from Darren. Eventually, but we can't post it on there until we sub- after it's seen at a film festival. Oh, we can't? No, no one can watch unless they're no. part of the crew. Gotcha. Ca- uh, cast or crew. What if it gets denied from all the film festivals? Which it won't. Going straight on YouTube. Yeah. Or we can try and sell it to Amazon. Sell <laughs> for five bucks and a stick of gum. <laughs> and they're like, and we'll pay you eventually. Just a stick <laughs> yeah. of gum. It's already chewed spit thick of gum. And then uh, our final we'll fan give question. give you uh, five hours of what we give our employees. It's just 20 cents. It's just and no bathroom breaks. You must stay in this spot too. <laughs> um, final question of the day. When's the Oscars episode? Do we, we That's have a to, great question. We have to do that soon. Because yeah. <laughs> February 20th, we're doing Raiders. Mm-hmm. So do the last of us every week. And the Oscars are the... And the week prior to the Oscars, we'll be on our trip. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's it's that Sunday, isn't it? When we come home? Yep. Because we come home Saturday and it's Sunday. All right. We'll do it sometime soon. Yeah, we just got to plan it out. Yeah. I also still got to watch a few of the movies. I still I have Triangle of Sadness left. I have to watch that too. That's it. That's all I got left. Okay. I'll watch that with you. Okay. I'll watch that. Because I don't feel like buying anything. And there's the movies that I haven't seen aren't on anything. So I'm like, fuck, I got to. So you're going to make Tommy buy <laughs> Yeah, you usually do. I do. I, you I, did I, buy Crystal Skull and then turn it off five minutes in. <laughs> I did watch it though. <laughs> really? And then turned it off. <laughs> um, but yeah, that is the end of episode eighty-three of the Popcorn Podcast. Uh, what else? oh, make sure to tune into all of our episodes. They are all on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, anywhere you can find podcasts, including YouTube. We also have a TikTok, and I think that's all we really have. And make sure to, to uh look at Ryan's phone number. It's on Google now. I posted it there so everyone can contact them, leave them all the nice texts and phone calls and emails. And, uh, yeah, Ryan, is there anything you want to add? Yeah, if you have any hate mail for Tommy, you can send it my way, and I will personally see that it gets to him. Okay, thanks, Ryan. No, that was really nice of you, buddy. Um, but, yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning into the show. We love all the support. We love you all. We will see you next week.